Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Gator Nation, welcome back to Respect Our Decision, Raw Reaction episode for the Missouri game. As always, with me is Mike. What's going on? And the hype man, Wes. What's good? All right, guys, we just going to come to y'all today with a little reaction from the Gators 24-17 victory over Missouri. But as always, make sure you guys go download us on all your major podcast providers each and every week. Make sure you go ahead and check out our YouTube channel, Respect Our Decision. Go ahead and subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you get a notification every time that we upload more content. And we appreciate y'all, as always, doing that for us. Just want to give a big shout out to our sponsor real quick, Camwood Supplements. Make sure you go to camwoodsupplements.com, check out all the products they have to offer, and make sure you use code RESPECT20 to get you 20% off your first purchase. And as always, guys, if you would like to support us as creators, check us out on Patreon, Respect Our Decision, and uh, give us some love there if you would like to. We always appreciate it. Shout out to Utah Gator being our very first patron and Brandon Stewart for also supporting us on Patreon. And with that being said, guys, we're going to jump right into this. We're going to share some reactions, some good, some bad, for this victory this week. First SEC victory of the season for the Gators. Like I said, 24-17. Guys, it was a mixed bag, mixed bag on this game. I mean, you're always happy to get out with a victory. 
Um, but there's a lot to work on. I think we all can, can agree on that. Um, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunities. Uh, Mike, you want to start us off? I know you've got some things to say. Want to get off your chest? Go ahead and hit us up. You're muted, Mike. I know. Mike's tired, guys. He's had a rough weekend. I actually, because I was getting you guys, I would make jokes about you guys being muted. I actually pressed, I thought I pressed on mute. I guess I didn't. <laughs> I, pro, I, I, I promise. Um, anyways, I think it's time to uh, stop solely blaming the linebacking uh, core and start to truly look at the, um, the D-line. So I was looking specifically, we'll get into it later, on some of the technique, including our uh, our star player. And it's piss poor, to say the least. We're getting, um, in addition to that, we're getting some players um, on the field who um, who I've said since they were signed. Um, if they see the field, we're in trouble. But the, initially, um, another thing on that, uh, well, in addition to that, um, it, this third down um, issue we're having is now just um, I wouldn't just p- solely put on personnel. I think it's um, it, it's becoming a uh, mentality problem as well. And that's that, I want to say it come down to coaching and like in terms of scheme, but like something's going on in terms of like you, you just you're lacking that mentality. And lastly, um, uh, I'm sure we'll get down to this in, uh, in depth. People really need to lower their expectations with AR. I am not saying the ceiling is no is uh, still as high. Uh, he's still lim- limitless in terms of his potential, but right now he's still a very young quarterback in terms of reps, in terms of you know just in terms of a lot of things, a lot of bad decisions. Um, this should have been a blowout, and AR was a um, a large part of the reason why it it wasn't. Wes, you uh, what are your what are your initial reactions? Um, just echoing what Mike just said as far as uh, our fans need to lower their expectations. Um, that is, I couldn't say it, but I think AR might have had like twenty or thirty pass attempts, if that, coming into the year. And even though I said he had the capability to be the best player on the field when he steps on the field, I still feel that way, but. It's a process of him uh, maturing and becoming better. And like we said, we discuss some of those things later. Uh, just to highlight some of the things that I did see positive, because I know people always say, well, you're always negative and down. Got to get 50. 51 was everywhere yesterday. So, and, and Bernie has gotten, we've been on Bernie. Bernie has gotten better. So, Bernie um, played solid. Absolutely. Bernie played a solid game. Better. Yep. Or they get lost in the sauce. And, you know, whether, whether how we feel and we debate different things, I want to make sure I hit those two guys. Uh, 51 looked like a, another 51 from back in the day. And two was just he's getting better. And that's all you can expect from those guys. I mean, that's more than what we I, – I was down on Vince. I wasn't like uh, – thought he could play like that. Not saying down, but I didn't know he could play like he played, like he was playing. And, and, and the guy has just been, been fantastic. So, um that was that was good to see uh, from my defense um, on yesterday. Made it kind of hard for the quarterback um, a lot yesterday, but um, I was just happy that Nipper we got our first win, and we should have blown him out, missed some things, but we got to continue to get better. And um, there were some things that we need that we obviously need to work on. Nipper has been saying that since week one, even after we beat and upset Utah. 
Um, so I'm fine with where we're at as far as some things, but we got a long way to go on some others. So uh, like we said, we'll hit on some of those other things later, but um, good win, good first SEC win at home for homecoming. Yeah, there, there's no such thing. I know they, we always, that's old cliche. There's no such thing as a, as a bad win. Um, but you can have bad things in a, in a win. Uh, and there was a lot of, we kept these guys in this game way too long. Um, we allowed them um, to be in the game way too long. Um, but before I get into some of that, uh, I want to give a major shout out to Jadon Hill. That young man has come a long way back and made two fantastic interceptions um, in what appeared to be man coverage, which, you know, wasn't run enough to me. But, I mean, I'm not the guy that calls the scheme. I'm not the one that watches the practice. I don't I don't make those decisions. Um, a fa- fantastic story for that young man to come back from what he's come back for to, to be – Maybe outside of Ventrell, the player of the game yesterday. I don't believe there's much argument in that. Um, <clears throat> the running back crew struggled uh, a little bit in the first half. Looked very solid in the second half. Uh, Trevor just looks continues to look like he's just going to be a special player here for a long time. Um, or for at least the next two and a half years. Um, Johnson uh, continues to look why, look like why he was brought here to be. Uh, Osiris continues to be a monster. I don't know why we don't seemingly run behind him more, but once again, I don't call the plays. I don't know the scheme. Um, Burning looked very solid. Gervon... Dexter looked a lot better yesterday than he had in previous games. Um, upon the replay I watched today, he blew up the he blew up his his man quite a few more times this week than he has in previous weeks. Um, Trey Dean made some plays. Trey Dean made some plays up in the you know in the run game. So for all the bad that you want to talk, he made some, some good plays too. I'm not going to just sit here and dwell on, on mistakes. Um, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of watching soft zone. I can't even, I can't stomach it. (laughs) I mean, I'm just tired of, of watching soft zone. Um, had some drops yesterday. I know, you know, uh, AR dropped one right into, in, into, I believe it was Frazier's hands in the end zone. I know the play wouldn't have counted anyway. That doesn't matter to me. I want to see you make the catch. Um, I love George, Justin Shorter. He dropped the ball that AR dropped into his hands right on the sideline that should have been caught. I know he, he rolled out of bounds, but guess what? You want to play at the next level? That's a catch you have to make. Um, Surprising stat I saw today from uh from our from our buddy Nick Delatore at uh, on three and of Stadium Gale, Gators being in the lower end of penalized teams in the country. I mean, great to see, great stat. Um, something has he said we're not used to seeing. So I know Billy. That was the focus of Billy was to clean up penalties, and you're seeing that there were not very many penalties called yesterday at all. 
Um, big props to Xavier Henderson on a big punt return yesterday. It was good to see that. Of course, our fan base being our fan base. Well, if it was anyone else, it would have been housed. I mean, come on, guys. At some point, you just got to you got to just give the kid credit for a good play. I mean, just come on. I mean, we're the most nitpicky fans in the world sometimes. Um, and I get it. I mean, I get it. We've we've watched bad special teams for so long. And speaking of bad special teams, we got to try something different on long kicks because this kid ain't getting it done. I'm sorry. That's three straight misses, I believe, from, from what, 45 or more. I don't know exactly what the numbers were, but that ain't working either. I think his longest fifth. I think he hit one fifty, and everything else has been. Everything is pulled. He's just missing. I don't care what it is now. Next I mean, man, the hell up. I say it every uh, week. But would you take if you knew if he if he's automatic forty five in? I would. If he's forty five in, well, put him I'll in. Take, if you're forty forty five in auto, I'll take it all day. Wants but to hey, then, then try the other kid. If you're gonna, if you're, he's gonna obviously not it, getting it done. Like he's on, he's on Trace Max on scholarship. You got to remember the, this. He's your kickoff guy too. He kicks off every kick. Smack ain't on Smack. He's that, there's a reason for this. So you, if he, this guy's your best option, apparently my, it is. Well, Smack thing is, is a freshman, and Smack's doing your kickoffs every kickoff. But so, he obviously can't kick field goals right now. Well, neither can this reason, guy. Pardon? Neither can he. From. I mean, from 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 a from a particular distance, yes. But like, if you get, he's me, not. Like, we're not if, kicking him from there. We're not. I'm, that's not the conversation. I, I understand, but I'm asking. Oh, if he, can I suggest? Was, let me say this. What I think is I, against Missouri. Before you play Georgia, before you play Texas A&M, against Missouri, you try those kicks to see if he can do it. Now you know when you're in that particular position of field. To Mike's point, you go for it. If it's fourth and three. You're not kicking no more. You don't kick that against Georgia. You don't kick that against Texas A&M. You might. You're not probably kicking that against LSU this week. Now you go for it. Then, for it. then guess what? Punt the ball. Yeah, but at the same time, you say because it's oh. Missouri. Hey, we beat Missouri oh, by point. seven points, Wes. Hey, Wes, how many points did we beat uh, USF by? We're not good enough just to try stuff in games. I hate to break it to Punt you. The ball. We are not good enough. One of the so points. You, One of no, your you, points. You, 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 it either happens in practice. Or it doesn't. You can maybe try stuff before the half, but to try this willy nilly stuff, but in in the games, we, unless besides Eastern Washington, we're not good enough. But here's the thing: we've all said it in our game breakdowns before the game. Field position, correct. But I think by my guess is he's consistent within forty yards, and I I would take that. Then, then within forty yards, kick it. That's fine. All right. But my thing punt is, it if you're not if you're not then punt it and quit giving them good field position. But, but what if he it's what if it's he's 40 percent and you, that you, he'll take that um what's it called uh that tw- um that percentage you know plays the odds for the what twenty yard then you, difference then you're you'll putting get? a lot of then you're betting on a defense that hasn't been that great. Hey, a lot of people get paid a lot more money. Okay. I, I don't that. get paid money, so I mean, but it's... we're here to talk about what our thoughts are. <laughs> My thought is, I'm not willing to, to take a 20 yard difference. That, that's, get... that's, that's my point. That's why I was saying you go for if it's fourth and three, because you you're really netting nothing if you punt. Do you not recall the Tennessee game? We went for it every time. That's what I'm saying. Like that, so that, we, that we do point. go for it. 
that's what I was saying. If like you to your point, uh, Mike, when you said Trey Mack is obviously not hitting those, he may be hitting those in practice. So you give him Man. the shot, and now he missed two, so you know he'll never do it again. I wasn't saying you try that against. We're not that good. I was saying he gave him the opportunity against Missouri, so you won't get those opportunities again against Texas A&M, against Georgia, unless it's the end of the half. But we needed to win the game. That's the only time you kick those now. I guarantee you, next week LSU. Uh, he's not giving him that opportunity. No, he's either going for it, exactly he's going for it, or he's punting. You had and your, that, you know. And I mean, I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, and Smack isn't your kicker in those situations right now. It's uh, yeah. And I must say, I'm a butcher's name, Malayic. Yeah, it's a walk on. He was one of three, but he did get a 37 yarder, and that's great. What I'm saying, that's and that's what I'm saying. Either, either you have two choices in this situation. No, you have three. I apologize. Now, from now on, at that distance, you have three choices. You try the other kid, which is probably not the choice. Like you said, he's probably not doing it in practice. Yeah, You either go for it, or you punt the ball and play field position. Okay. At what? At Hirsch. Hirsch is the head coach, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. God forbid. I'm God a defensive-minded head coach. I punt every time in that position. You punt every time. Well, I mean, yeah. It Brent depends Venables, on what's – Brent eats your heart out. So, but really quick, what is he, what's your what's your point in the field? Will you, I mean, is it a 45-yard field goal? Is it a 40-yard field goal? What is it? I don't know. I don't watch the practice. Just ba- like, if it, based if on it's what you If seen. it's me, if it's, if it's outside of 40, you're either doing one of two things right now at this point. You're either – or no, outside of 45-yard attempt. You're okay. going for it, which you've shown you've shown you've done pretty well at. You've shown you've done pretty well at. But you got to have the right play call, which you are you're absolutely sure of. And it also depends on the opponent, and we know that. Okay. And the defensive line was getting pressure yesterday, especially early. That's so I, I punt the ball. It's kind of subjective to me because it depends depends on the down and distance to her. If it's fourth and three, Correct. fourth and two. One, you're going to probably more likely go for it, but if it's I was very surprised the first time he didn't go for it, I was very surprised. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but my, to my what I to my earlier point, I guess you give the guy, you see if he can do it. He did it in practice. Let's see if you can do it in the game. We were up ten nothing though. But I will also say, I will also say this: the AR in the first half. No, I probably would not have gone for it. That we were up, and I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up because you you have to remember. We have a quarterback who is not playing consistent football. So you have to keep that in mind. So you, I'm, a I'm, a son of, I'm a son of a defensive football coach, and a, my grandfather was a defensive football coach, and they're those guys that would have said, you punt the ball every time. Now, the, defense that, age. the defense that showed up in the first half did not show up in the second half either. <laughs> now, let me say that. I will say, let me let me correct that. The defense in the first half was screwed by the offense. The time of possession was so lopsided in the first half that that it was just I knew the defense was going was gonna cave because the announcer said it all during the game. Oh, look at Missouri. They they substitute off their defensive line every second, third play. We don't have that luxury. And it shows. I mean, we we just we just don't. We play a lot of guys up front, though, except for one position. We kill that guy. Now, well, Cox doesn't come out much either. 
Gervon and Cox both played 50-plus snaps. Yes, and it's getting to a point, and, like, we knew – I mean, there's a lot more, you know, wear and tear on the interior, but, um, and like I said, we'll get maybe a little further in depth um, on this – Maybe we can talk on now. Gervin's I understand getting tired. He's getting manhandled in there a little bit sometimes. Like I saw one of the plays, I mean it was a it was a bad, horrible technique and literally just got manhandled. And so, and, and he did. And then but there were other plays he blew his man up and was in the backfield. And both the interceptions, he was in the backfield. No, yeah, you can have a bad rep. You can have a bad. But, I'm not talking about bad reps. I'm not talking about like, oh, he, you know, he, you know like, you all right, he, he, I'm just talking. This man it, got manhandled. You it, can, you can lose your gap. You can, you know, maybe, you know, um, can you hear me? Double team. No, he got thrown. When, no, I'm saying, when did the play happen? It was uh, burning over pursuit. So it was about. Um, it was a combination. I want to say it was like the third quarter. I could be wrong, but bottom line, I they showed the comp. I saw the, the um, end zone cam. It was awful. What happened? It was, oh, it was awful. You said so, he put, you and you and Hirsch both said he, him and Cox played fifty plus snaps. What happens to a defensive player when they're tired? They they play lazy. They they don't go. They don't give as much. But once again, it, but going into the season, you're gonna know this, okay? So like end of the day, if you're on the field, there's no excuses. In between the lines, if you're hurt. I don't care. Mentally, outside, there's no excuses. If you then tap out, okay. If you if you're tap out or or play, period. No, yeah. Because you're making now you well, can't raise respect. your hand you're making and excuses. say I need to come off. I mean, because you, either uh, uh, if you're a detriment to your team, tap out. People do it all the time. Tyree Kill the Dolphins, they do it all the time. Tap that, out. That's that's been my argument to a lot of people that have talked about. Well, you know, it, and I'm getting I, tired of hearing it. I saw oh, a lot oh, of people play say too much. Then tap out. Because there's another guy there who you get get a get get a quick you know get a quick rep. So, well, there were a lot of people. I know there was a lot of information out there this week about you know Gervon was was how many snaps he had played and whatnot, and he'd played too many snaps. And my argument to that is always what you just said. You can pull your if you're too tired to go, pull your butt off the field. Know when you're too tired. Know when you don't have anything maybe for that next three to four plays enough in the tank. And if if Sap or whoever may it be can't come in and spell you for three or four plays, come on, man. I mean, Talk these, to are, the coaches. Yep. these are four and five-star players. I, I, Sap, I know, was. And, I mean, if he can't come in and give you a, a three reps, how can he be any worse? How Gervin, can he be any worse than a guy that's so too tired to play? He can't be. Gervin Dexter is too good to be thrown like he was. He's too damn bit good and too big to be he, thrown. He was thrown yeah. like a rag doll. I, like it's like, this is playing out what happened. Like I love these he's a great guy, great teammate, whatever. Right? I I hype him up, first round talent. Hey, if you want to, I understand you want to play and you want to be on the field. That's to be commended in in one aspect. That's to be commended. Another aspect is we have to know when you're hurting your team. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're not going. That's that's enough of 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 just like we say our our you know 
instant reactions. So we're going to not talk- everyone can be Greg Jennings, you know, putting the team. On he your put back. the team on his back. All right, only, only Greg even Jennings when Darren Sharper was coming, he put his damn team on his back. <laughs> Shout out to one of the best video game moments of all times. If you don't know, go look up Greg Jennings on, on YouTube. Greg Jennings put the team on his back with a broken freaking leg. He was he was Kurt Angle before Kurt Angle. Um. Anyway, guys. <laughs> All right, let's 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 dive into the stats of this game for a little second because this will give us you know a better you know outlook. And I want to start with Missouri and just look at a few things with Missouri. Um. Once again, uh, they were able to run on us way too easy. Um. I know the stat line will say 3.6 yards a carry, but their their leading running back had 117 yards at a six per yard, six yard a carry clip. That's way too much. Um, I mean, and it was too easy in in a lot of instances. It was way too easy when they needed, you know. Um, that went back to what I said about chunk yardage and getting them in third and longs, and you're not when you're being able to run four or five yards a carry, you're not getting third and longs. Um, and a quarterback of Cook's abilities, and they're not that great, going 22 or 30, <laughs> he threw two bad picks. Let's not, let's not say that. I mean, he'll did a great job, but going 22 of 30 – and I didn't even look at the third down stats, but they've got to be fantastic for them. Guys, what are we doing? I mean, I, whoever, take it. One of y'all, tell um, me, what are we, we doing? <laughs> I, I Sorry, hit it. you can take it, Wes. Yeah, I always said, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, the best third down defense is what you do on first and second down. You put a team, but then in this game, in the fourth quarter, did it matter? We made like big plays to put them in third and long, and I think we went dying. I will have to rewatch because we had like I think Jalen Kimber might have been playing like a uh a, 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 the dime DB, and we still he was still able to convert. It was it was blowing my mind. I, I was I was I was I wanted to hit the TV. That's how angry I was. I was like the defense does the job on first and second down. Put them in thirty longs, and they convert each time. I, I don't know if you put pressure on the quarterback in that position, or if you're going to play that dime and play keep everything in front of you, or, or play your your particular zone. If that's what we're being taught, and and to me that's Tony's expertise, which I I, I like the dime. You get all your fastest DBs on the field, and we have a lot of. We always say DB is like our strength. We have a lot of guys, as you can see. J.D. Hill just comes back and gets two picks in this game. We have Jalen Kimber. We have Abraham. Um, I love it, but Mike, I know you. I know you love Travis Johnson. We don't have. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't down. have. Simmer down. Let's <laughs> don't 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 no simmer you, that down. Let's keep this on record. I never. I where, where, and, and simmer <laughs> down. Nickel. That's the problem, Hurst. The nickel spot. We need a nickel man. I don't know if you put Devin Moore there. Who you want? You want Perkins? And and no, hold, on, said, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. First off, um, while you mentioned Moore, and we didn't say this, uh, Devin Moore was out for yesterday's game, and no reason I've heard for yet was given. So I I don't want to speculate on why Devin was out, but he did not play yesterday, just so everyone knows. 
Um, two, before we get into something, a point I know Mike wants to talk about, I'm going to say something because his name just got brought up. Get Darius Perkins off my field. <laughs> I, I believe it was, what was it, third and 18? And they threw it out on him. That man didn't break down. Third didn't and angle. Too, and I want to touch on it as well. I, I'm going to tell you right now, that is some of the worst. And I don't care who gets upset. That is some of the worst football technique I have ever seen in my life. It wasn't even a good miss. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. His technique was terrible. There's two things that didn't happen. A, you either at least break your feet down or take an angle. And he didn't either. He, he just knows. He rounded it up. He could have waited on him. He could have cut him off, waited on him, let him catch the ball. And you had sideline leverage, and you didn't even use it. You just dove at his feet. No, that's what's his, um, what he wants a nickel, man. What are you talking about? I don't want either one of them. Let me I'll- tell you now, that kid, you should have just told him to go back over and join his old ex-teammates at Missouri <laughs> because he was playing for him anyway. He, is he on the take? I, I don't know, man, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is my rant for this show. Yeah. is get Jadarius Perkins off of my field. He couldn't have hit a tackling dummy yesterday with that technique. And I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm I sorry that if I upset anyone, maybe you're related to Jadarius Perkins or whatever. I'm sorry. But he don't need to be on the – when they watch that tape, he ought to hang his head and walk out of the room because that was terrible. All right. We're That's gonna- all I'm going to say. No, you, you're fine, I, and, and I give you that because I thought I wanted to see more Perkins. I was like, I don't like Johnson. I don't know if we have to put one of Kimber or uh, Abraham, somebody else, since we're so deep at DB, we need to put one of those guys in that slot. This, this is why this staff is taking so many flexible corner safety hybrids in this class is for that situation, to have kids that can play that position. Because we don't have them right now, guys. Nope. Don't act like they haven't been tried out in practices. It's oh, I'm a, sure it, they have. Well, no, they all a lot of people. Terrible. I mean, it's just a highly difficult position until you have a two-way go. We have a to be physical against the run. Oh, I'm not. And, I'm not slighting the, the the difficulty of the position. But I'm just get, saying, right now, the University of Florida. In 2022, does not have the athletes to play that position. We haven't had it since Chauncey. Everyone was, oh, good, Chauncey's gone. Just, Addition by subtraction. I was like, you guys don't understand the position. It's I'm more difficult. pissed off at Dan Mullen for his terrible ass recruitment. Yeah, I understand, but let's <laughs> we'll get rid of Trevez. For who? He's he's not playing. He, he, he got better from last year, and he's playing decent ball. Okay? They screwed a pooch on Tennessee, yes. But he's playing decent ball. He's not playing bad football, okay? He's not playing bad football, Wes. Stop. Yeah. Okay? He played overall. Yes. Okay. We're gonna. I'm not. We're gonna. Keep, we can agree to disagree on that. Let but me, he's not a negative football this, player. Who can we say on the defense is playing great ball? Miller. Out, out, you're right, but I think no, that he's not playing great ball. Saying. No, because he's a, no. He's playing good. He's playing very good football. He's a detriment on in coverage. He's not playing great football. We don't have a great football player. Our best football player is Brenton Cox. And he doesn't know how to break down and make tackles either. I I, I haven't – I mean – I would say 1A, 1B uh, uh, to Miller. 
Miller and Cox are our best two Cox, players on defense. Cox, Cox flashes absolute brilliance, and then will look absolutely boneheaded a play later. Yeah, the, and the, I'll the, talk about that in a little and bit. The, but. And the fumble, I'm still mad at Brenton Cox about the ball that was snapped past the quarterback. The, that the, he, I, I, he I think, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the, the, who is the best player and who's the most? Who's been the most consistent and who's been? And you can tell the difference when that player is not in. I, you have we really seen Miller get beat on like? But that goes on once again. You can also attribute that to lack of lack of depth as well. Um, yeah. In terms, because we have, for example, Powell to bring in as opposed to Scooby Williams, who's not, who can't play. He's not that good on mic, and you can tell the significant drop off. So yes, is Miller a very good football player? Yes. However, if if you go from a, you know. Um, Let's just say a Ferrari to Honda Accord, you can notice a huge difference as opposed to if you go Ferrari to a, you know, uh, you know, uh, a Lambo. So I, I mean, whatever, I, I, whatever your preference is. I got your analogy. I got your analogy. Yeah. The 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 same thing, and and maybe Hurst at Hurst has been watching the Cox as well. We all been watching Cox, but that's why I'm saying like, Whoa, to, all. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Cox, Cox is Cox is more flashier playing the position. He's a he's a five star recruit. So of course you see you see the explosion, you see the stuff that he does on film, and he's become more disciplined. But sometimes he'll try to cheat, and that's where his problem comes in. He don't keeps it keeps it contained like he should. So when he plays discipline, absolutely plays, plays his area and, and keeps everything in, he's he's he can be the best player on on the defense because he's that good. But it's him playing discipline every play. Miller's gonna be discipline every play. And I'll take that over the guy that's going to flash and maybe make that mistake every now and then. For sure, I agree. Mike, Mike, go ahead and Mike, go ahead and talk about the thing I know you wanted to bring up. Oh well, I mean, I just think you know, obviously, third down is our pretty much our Achilles' heel, and you know, you, I had Perkins at the top of the list for that. But it's what I said before: it comes down to mentality. You know, even if it's like you know, you know, in the in the stands. You know, we've been there with Jeff Collins, you know, the days uh, when we, you know, had those guys jump on the, those two students, uh, forgot their, their names or whatever, you know, jump, jumping up on the sideline. You know, there's a reason the fans do the little, you know, you know, the money down. There's a reason for that. That didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. So when you have that, uh, uh, what's up, Hersh? You had a quick question? No, I'll just, let me, let me ask you this. How much of this, and I know a lot of people say, well, it's been six games now, you know, it's been six games. How much of that mentality is still carried over and still hard to break from, no, from what they've been with gonna... the last two years, especially? No, especially, that's a phenomenal question. I was going to begin to actually. Uh, so it's going to depend on the player. So you get a, a player like Trey Neen, he, he, he is who he is. Okay. Exactly. And, and that's kind of what I was getting at. The, ha- the, the habitual problems. That we and have on the defense. I don't want to say trading is a bad, true. You're true. You have like quote unquote bad team. You have Jacob Copeland, who's a cancer. You got to get, you got to get rid of that cancer. It'll spread. Training is who he is, but he doesn't look like to be a cancer. He just looks to be selfish football player in terms of his look at his production. But he's not going to cost his team the game. He's not going to like, like trading. For example, like I don't want to get into. Well, I mean, you have a player like trading. He knows he's gone. He knows this is it. Yeah, but at the I, same time, I don't force. I don't see him as a bad teammate. Like he, I mean, in no, terms of like, mean like, like that, as, like he, as opposed to a Jacob Copeland. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I also, ahead, Wes. I also think that Trading is playing out of position. I think his freshman year, he was great or good 
opposite C.J. Henderson playing corner. You go back and watch him play corner his freshman year. He was good when Marco turns ACL. He was good. Yeah, but he was a lot. And, and they put him back there. He started getting cooked. So I mean, they put him at. They put no. They moved him to nickel when Marco he played came corner back. again. He played. He played boundary again. No, he, he never did. They moved him to nickel. They had CJ and Marco, and they put him at nickel and or whatever you want to call it. What did what did uh? He might be a little too bulked up now, though. To do yeah, that. yeah. I'm saying that they should have never moved him. What was um? What did Grantham call that position? That nickel position. Star. Um, star. When they moved him to star, and they had CJ and Marco came back off his injury. That that was the end of it. He has not been the same player since he moved from corner. When Marco came back. But they're they're right though. Like end of the day though, he doesn't have the hips long term, especially in the NFL, to play. Yeah, he's big now. They both him up. No, he never did. That's why people like he. I think it was Tennessee and us are the only teams recruiting him as as a corner. That was it. So he he is a safety. He's yeah. Not he was that in good. that in between. He was very much in that in between kind of. But just what us. On the, you know, it comes down to mentality. Like you're gonna have that. Like you know, we're to get. We are gonna get off the field. Like that. And what you were, uh, your question is, Hirsch. Um, yeah, some of the players, you know, um, maybe Dean. You know, won't have that. Miller will. But I mean, it's just tough. It'll take maybe a recruiting class or two to bring, or certain transfers to bring your guys in. You're not gonna well, do it overnight. And you know certain pr- programs, the first year coaches, you're saying that you're not going to get that overnight. Um, you are, um, they, on certain aspects, you you know of you know, like say discipline in terms of penalties. Yeah, you can take care of that. Um, however, well, I mean, certain, as an example, I was going to use is like we know Jason Marshall is a is a good corner. I mean, we know he's a good corner. Yeah, but is is I just I mean. He, it's going to take some time. He played on a terrible defense last year with a terrible mentality. But that and shouldn't I, affect you personally. I'm not I saying think. personally. I'm just saying it's just, I, well, some guy, if you I'm just are saying that I don't dude, believe that the, the attitude is completely converted yet as to, as a team, as a team defense to come into the huddle and be like, all right, guys, we're going to get off the field right now. I just don't feel like it's there yet. No, that's that, that's a problem, and that's what I'm going to that team mentality. Like yeah. third and twenty two. Like if, if Perkins screwed up, yo, like it I'm saying done. that out that yeah. overshadows personal the the the. I agree. The skill, and it's, the and personal it's not, skill. I agree, and it's not there yet. And I think a lot of people aren't seeing that. But at the same time, it's not. You cannot put solely on Tony. I'm particularly. I'm watching. Oh, I agree to that. I'm particular 100%. technique. It, Tony, you to blame Tony for that third twenty two play. It's like I was, you, you, you people want to, oh Napier oh you can't always blame Napier you know I'll go to Kentucky game I don't know why I shake, shake your head West but like you can't blame someone if you can't complete a simple throw so on on the defensive side of the ball if you you can put a player in the flats and if he can't break down for a six yard gain on third and twenty two you 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 can't draw it up better than that and on top oh. of that if you have your arguably your most talented player getting thrown. Two gaps over by uh, under who, like somebody who won't even sniff the NFL. How can you like? What can you? What do you? How can you game plan that? Kervin Dexter. Should, uh, worst case, he loses a battle. Okay, goes from C gap to B gap. Not thrown off his feet from C gap to A gap. Should never freaking happen. Okay, man up. Take care. Get off the field. You have to. We already spoke on that. Cox on one of the touchdown runs. He bounced to the outside. He's sitting there playing here. I like. I love Cox. 
arguably most talented player on defense. He's playing hero ball. He, he, he stopped doing it as much this year. Sometimes hero ball, you know, the grades do do it. A lot of people in the NFL, they play horrible technique, but they're so good that they can get it done. However, it's highly risky. He jumped, he peeked inside, he run it back, bounced the outside. All right, that cost us a touchdown. Summerall, I saw him on the field. I've said it since he signed. Um, seemed like a nice guy. I don't know, but <laughs> he's not. I, the, when I, once I saw him playing significant snaps at the University of Florida, I knew it was not a good thing. Shout uh, out. He's just not, pardon? Shout out, to, and we haven't mentioned him yet. Shout out to Princely. Princely played a really good game that, yesterday. I think I think you're reading my notes. <laughs> like that was, no, uh, um, Princely, he had his patented spin move, man. I'm glad he uh, – I, I love it. It's uh, He's a great pass rusher. He, you know, People know that spin move's coming. He still gets it done. But it just come and, – and I, t- I, did, I did some West homework. So I specifically, you know, I'll say for him, you know, McClellan. McClellan. Number seven. He, yeah. Well, the thing about McC- He's young, but he's still learning. But it goes to why he's is he not starting? Body too. He's, he's not starting for a reason, okay? There's a couple of plays. You cannot, especially in the scheme, you cannot let the O-line, listen, generally, you can't let the O-line get to the second level unless you're a straight penetration scheme on the defensive line. And that's what we are not. So he, you cannot rule thumb on your uh, defensive lineman. You cannot let a, um, to call it a uh, offensive lineman cross your face. Well, if he's because um, that's gonna he's he's trying to climb. So what, it, what he's yeah. trying to do, he's trying to back door. You're like, oh, he got penetration. Well, what if the old lineman wants him to do that? At that point, no. You you get the uh, you get the O lineman trying to climb. At that point, let the old, uh, linebacker read the play and, and take take care of things. That was just on one of them. Uh, there was another one. Uh, yeah, and he's not holding on to his once again, not holding on to his man. So just check out those plays. Really look at what number seven's doing. Yeah, he he he's highly talented player, but there's a reason he's not starting. He needs to be in the rotation, but at the same time, he can't he's playing hero ball, or he just may not realize it. And that goes down to you can physically be there, you can, you know, make some plays, but at what detriment to your team? If you make a play 20% of the time, 80% of the time, you're out of position playing hero ball, or you just didn't even know what you're doing, you are affecting two other linebackers. You can't have that. You can't have linemen climb because you don't have the athletic ability to make these backdoor plays. Okay? So that's all we really want to get into in terms of that. Players, we, we, do have, we do have talent. The mentality is slowly changing. But people, especially when they run those replays on big plays, look at who look at the mistakes that are occurring. And it's you can't there's certain things you just can't coach up. Like you can coach, you can have the perfect play call. But if the player doesn't make the play, it's not on the coach. So before you hop on, you know, message boards, Twitter, whatever, just truly take the information in. And that's all I all have to really say. I saw people yesterday. I mean, obviously, Tony's going to get the first and foremost of the heat because he's. I mean, it, and it's wrong because, like, and I just, you I know, know I know. Yeah. Um, and then you know, I saw people. I saw people yesterday slandering Corey Raymond. Oh, he's not teaching good technique. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's the type of person you you just mute. Guys, I mean. <laughs> The man's body work speaks for himself. You got anyone that thinks that this is going to change in three, four, five, six, 
the first season even for some of these guys, you're mistaken. What you want to say, see, and we've seen it, we said it all along, is progression. Yeah. Now, some Jayden of that Hill. stuff, go ahead, Wes. So Jaden Hill had bad technique. That's what they're saying? Yeah, exactly. That was my exact rebuttal to that was you saw Jaden Hill in man coverage break inside the, po- the receiver twice for picks. We hadn't seen that. I mean, Kimber's done it once this season. Hill's done it twice now. We hadn't seen it previous seasons almost at all. So that's progression to me. Now, I don't know the, the reasoning for some of the soft zone calls. I don't know. But once again, that goes back to who maybe missed their assignment, who might not have been in the right spot. Obviously, Perkins missed his tackle when they gave him a six-yard tackle. On a, on a third and 22, you have to execute. A coach can't get on the field and execute for you. Exactly. And that goes I mean, to, and that, that, yeah. just, that goes to you and Mike's point. And, Mike, I wasn't shaking my head in disagreement. Oh, my apologies. My head in agreement when they say, when, when you were saying the same thing that Hurst is reiterating now, Perks was in position to make the play. Yeah. How is that Tony's fault? He took a bad angle because he, he was a bad athlete. I don't know if y'all watched that guy that does – um. Those little those those things that he does on the TikTok where he he's in the coach's thing and he's in you pissing oh. down. That got that that's exactly what Perkins did. He pissed down his leg. He wasn't the athlete. Oh, coach thirty, <laughs> yeah, coach thirty would eat yeah. that kind of play up. <laughs> that that is that's um, exactly. Luckily, what, we won. Yeah, thank you. He was an athlete and he didn't make the play. He was in position to make the play. You cannot blame that on Tony. You cannot blame that on uh. Oh no! People are always going to blame whoever <laughs> else they can to get their to get their tweets off. I mean, it's just what it is. But like Mike said, that's the person you got to mute and say that that individual doesn't know Jack, you know what about football. I mean, it's just what it is. You watch a guy in position six yards down the field when they need 22 openly just piss himself on a tackle. He, The play was right. The call was there. But anyway. Let's move yeah, on, and, guys. And at the same time, not to be too long-winded, just at the same time, Bernie, you know, I'm a, not the biggest fan of Bernie at all. I think everybody and their mother know, knows us, but, like, you know, and I, I like Gerb. However, if I, I can't blame Bernie for over – I'm going to – I can't truly um, blame uh, Bernie for over-pursuing when I see someone getting thrown from C-gap to A-gap. I mean, you can kind of – or B-gap to whatever. So I can't – it's just – like I, you got to be fair. It's play by play. Obviously, you're looking at everything in its totality, but it's just come. That's what it truly comes down to. Um, I will say, and we talk about progress. Guys making progression. Bernie's made Bernie blah, blah, has made progression this year. He has gotten absolutely. He has absolutely. gotten better game to game. Um, I did see Bateman, Bateman got well. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I did see guys, especially on like zone reads and things like that yesterday, take their assignment better. Exactly. One guy tackles the quarterback, one guy tackles the running back. Not both guys run to the quarterback, running back runs outside. That was a lot better yesterday. It's progression, but you have to look deep to see that. You can't just watch the game and be like, oh, well, they, you know, I don't care what happened on first and second down. Look what happened on third down. You can't look at it that way. You have to look at, well, guess what? We had them in a third. Why did we have them in a third and 22? Guys did their jobs on first and second down. Someone screwed the pooch on third. 
They listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's shift it for a minute here and look at Florida's offense for a minute yesterday. Um, I something else we had brought up on our our game breakdown was that uh, Missouri's defensive line was going to cause some problems, and they did early. They did got a lot of pressure and had Ar chopping his feet probably a little more than he needed to. Uh, he did not look comfortable in the pocket in the first half at all. Even when I don't feel like there was a need for him to look as uncomfortable in the pocket as he did at times. I think he, a lot of phantom pressure, maybe if you will, that he just kind of was like, Oh, I got to get rid of it and made some quick decisions. Um, But we're going to, we're going to talk about AR in just a second. We're going to, let's, let's progress down a little bit. Running backs, like I said, in the first half, not so much. Second half, Looked a lot better, but I think that also came with AR running the ball. AR started running the ball, running gaps opened up. It's amazing. It's almost like, you know, you create doubt amongst the defense on what, you know, who's going to get the ball. Um, Wasn't real thrilled with the receiving core after they had looked really good the first couple of games yesterday. Like I said, uh, some drops. Nobody really stood out yesterday. Shorter, one catch, 20 yards. Xander's one catch, 12 yards. I mean, what's going on? Zipper had one catch after he's looked like he was really putting it together. But, you know, I don't yeah, feel he, like – he, he, he let me down a little bit. <laughs> he, I mean – impact player. I just – I don't I don't get it, man. I don't I don't get how the, the, the step back to me was – I don't want to give – you know, Missouri gave Georgia trouble. But we should have had these guys put away pretty early. And offense just didn't show up in the first half. I mean, what what, what were y'all's takeaways from that? Mike, go ahead. You go first this time. Wes went first last time. I mean and, – And if we want to go ahead and, and, and get to the kind of the root of what I know you think is kind of some of the problem yesterday, go ahead. Go ahead and jump I in. I mean, any time in defense. I'm, I'm a defensive player, as I'm sure you guys know very well, uh, know much, uh, know well by now, and uh, give up 17 points. Say what you want about anything. Give up 17 points. You, you, know, you should easily win the game, especially with the talent that we have. I mean, Missouri is not a – it's just overall not a good football team. And, and the one thing was, uh, what was the main question here? Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, I know what you kind of feel like is the root. And I know we said we were going to get to it in a minute. But okay. Let's just go ahead and, and, and jump right into it because that's, that's where we're leading to. I mean, okay. at the end of the day, that's what we're leading to. All right. It's, it's consistency as a whole. Um, let's start and then I'll narrow it down to the main. It's a, O-line, it's, you know, um, played decent, but, I mean, just once again, talent considered, they're not playing well. Uh, they're not – it's it's a bad scheme fit. Uh, Ekubon played decent at best. I saw one play, he was literally eight, at least six yards in the backfield. It was utterly ridiculous. Um, it, it, you can't he, – he, he, you just can't let that happen. I don't care if you got to do a holding penalty. It's just – it's too risky. Like just with black, like he's too much of a veteran to let that happen is the bottom line. But this old line is just habitually underperforming. And it, it, it's just, there's no excuses for it with the exception of, uh, 
Osiris. But this is moving. Um, I'm ex- excited for the running backs. I'm, I'm glad to see uh, Etienne truly get um, essentially a double carries of Naquan. It looks like we're, ch- we're turning in the right direction with that, you know, especially to end the game and be the closer. And I think that's moving forward a huge step in the direction of the offense. Uh, and, and kudos to Napier for finally acknowledging who the, the best backs are. And Naquan only had like five carries on the on the day. So the main thing is comes down to AR. Okay. Yes, there was some or a couple of true drops. Uh, one uh, one that Reynolds was borderline because that was a, defended pretty well in the end zone. So I think we gotta acknowledge that. Uh but and even uh, the one that sailed and wound up being a pick right before the was it right before the half, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a little bit high. Um Two hands on the ball, so no excuse technically. But end of the day, we what do we say up to Tennessee? I said it's a great game. But you got to be consistent, period. And it, you cannot. And eight and fourteen for six and six yards, t- one touchdown, one pick, and fumble loss. That's so you got one touchdown and two turnovers for six and six yards. <laughs> I cannot. What, what like what is this? So people want. If anyone wants to make excuses, I, I don't want. I don't want to hear it. Because one, if if he's quote unquote injured, he's out there. So I don't want to hear it. You know, um, you could we could have won this game. I'm not saying put him in. Like Kentucky has put him in at least a little bit. I'm not saying play Jalen Kettner. We could have won this game with Jalen Kettner. Okay, that we're that much more talented than Missouri. The only way Missouri beat or almost beat Georgia is because they were in the game early. We we could easily put him away early, but we didn't. This game should have been over at halftime. And I, it, but it, it's not, we're not capitalizing on other teams' mistakes. We're not capitalizing on our true talent. We're not the most talented team in the country, but we are a talented team. We are easily a top 20 team talent wise, easily, borderline top 15. Okay. And that's so that, and it, that remains that, and we'll wind up a top 20 ranked team. Okay. So, with that being said, he's just not consistent and he's missing on passes, uh, you know. Was, uh, early on, a couple swing passes. Those straight overthrows. They were, they were unforced errors. I mean, those are passes you have to make. And we, he's getting more and more time, you know, more and more games played. And I understand he's young. He didn't play really last year. Yada, but he's getting more and more games. He's getting a cleaner, cleaner pocket sometimes. So, like, if, if it's a rush pocket, you know, I get it. Okay. But, like, if it's a clean pocket, like the past, um, it was uh, I think it was after these. The one time he had a punt return, Xavier Henderson. Xavier, it was like third and six, swing pass. He overthrows him. That that, that is probably a first down. Extends a drive. So it goes to like at what point are we just going to stop making excuses and like, hey, he's just not getting it done? And like, what just, is the true rushed? Like the screen you're talking about, he just rushed. He's just like, yeah, just I don't like at that point. You can't. Whatever issues he had for those two, USF and uh, Kentucky, they're gone because Tennessee happened. So now what is it? Is he, Did he get re-injured? Like, it, it ended, like you can't eclipse 100 yards? I, I, I just don't get it, and people are making excuses. Apparently, I believe the Gators standard. What is it? Because people are moving it, moving the bar. Like, I'm sorry if I expect to, at least 250 yards from my starting quarterback against University of Missouri. 
So I, 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 people like the guy. I get it. But end of the day, results matter. And people want to move the goalposts and what they, their expectation is. So before I, you know, I want to start getting a rant. My, my feelings are well known on, on this, on this particular player. Um, I hope he improves. Um, he's just not getting, getting it done at all. So, <laughs> Wes, what do you, what do you thought yeah. on the offense? The offense? Um, kind of like what Mike said, just kind of, you know, go through. Yeah. Um, ETN, I've, I've been ETN day one saying ETN should have got more, should have been getting more carries. Um in the offense, he seems like the most explosive back, or at least split carries with Montreal. To Napier's credit, he did try running the ball different, different uh, with Naquan. Wright. So Mike, I might was saying that uh, maybe Naquan is not fit for the zone scheme. And to Napier's credit, he kind of did uh, had Naquan in the slot and then brought him through like almost in a jet sweep. And I think he pulled the guards. So that was good to see to try to get Naquan different, uh, uh, more to his skill set. Yeah, for to, to, to us towards his kill set. Um, I would like to see our tight ends get used a little bit more. You guys mentioned Sanders and Zipper both only had a catch a piece. That's to me that that does horrible. When the plays are there, though, the plays have to be made. And and I've seen everywhere uh, fans still calling for Kidman. So the fans that are still calling for Kidman because you saw this guy playing against Eastern Washington, you have lost your mind. Eastern Washington can go undefeated and won't be in the top 25. They will, they will not – even if they go undefeated, they will, that's, that's the conference that Eastern Washington plays in. So that's what you're, that's what you're judging Jalen Kittner doing against Eastern Washington. You're saying that you saw him play a team that can never – even if they go undefeated, won't be in the top 25 because they have their own playoff. That, that, that's right. They play in a league where they have their own playoff separate than what we, we play, play in. So you can't be asking for a guy – to the fans that's asking for Kittner, this is specifically for the guys and gals that are saying Kittner should be in there. That's who you saw him against, a 5'7 DB uh, and, and, and <laughs> that was uh, trying to cover Caleb Douglas on, that, on, that, on, the, on the goal route. Me, Kirsch, and Mike could make that throw. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm don't being – Don't give me that much credit. I can't throw the ball. I can't <laughs> but anyway, that's my point. <laughs> not asking for the backup quarterback who two weeks ago wasn't even good enough to beat out the walk on. Let if you if you we already know we're not going to the SEC championship, and we think that a guy that just two weeks ago that when we had uh, Kyle Trask who played against the SEC only schedule and broke records, Danny Wolfer, Heisman candidate, a Heisman Trophy winner, Tim Tebow, Heisman Trophy winner. All these guys won the Heisman Trophy, and yet AR broke the record for most yards uh, in an SEC game by a quarterback or by a player, period. So that's what he did two weeks ago. Is, do he need to be more consistent? I'm not going to say and say he played well on um, Saturday. That's not my point. My point is this is his first year. He is young. So you got to go with the going pains. Joe Burrow threw six touchdown passes all his first year. You know how old Joe Burrow is and how old Lamar Jackson is? Lamar Jackson played – Three years in the league before Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow even winning the league. So you're talking about a young guy. Joe Burrow was old when he came to LSU. You know what I'm saying? So, and then for the fans that I, I just can't understand how you want a young guy to get better, 
but you won't give him the time. You won't give him give him five games and say he ain't it. But we don't win. We're not even in the Tennessee game without this kid. We lost the Kentucky game because of him. I, I'm not. I'm not. Won't deny that. That's that's not the point. The point is we see what his ceiling is and we know what his floor may be at some time. We or maybe do we know what his floor is because we haven't given him time to get better. We, we through five games. People want to say, "Well, I'm done with they are. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to see him anymore." Garbage. That to me, that's garbage. When you see, oh, he's he's uh, Treon Harris or he's Felipe Franks. Man, get out of here. Get out of here with that. That, that, hey, real, that, that hey, talk. hey, Wes. Hey, Wes. Before you finish, I do want you to finish what you're what you're talking about. You're making oh, really great points. All right. So, really quick, one. Um, Burrow had I want to say 15 touchdowns. Compared to mm-hmm. six interceptions this first year, not, not six touchdowns. So, um, a little, a little, a little just some credit there. Um, with that being said, yes, it's a pl- playing yes or no. Okay, I'm not saying play the man. All right, you know, Eagle High through and through. All right, do you can you unequivocally say that Jalen Kitna? would not have had 67 yards passing yesterday only. Can you say for a fact, yes or no? I don't know. A fact. How was the time? No, it's, it's a yes or no. There's no, I don't, because I, I, I'm not going to argue back. I'm just, I would like to, I'm asking you, yes or no? Can you yeah. say for a fact? No, you can't say for a fact that he would have. I, I never said, I, no, I'm not saying yeah. that. I can't I'm just that. saying, because I, I know for a fact, he would never have that Tennessee game. Is what I'm saying. I he does not have he will never have that type of game. So I I'm asking you, can he have a better game than AR did against Missouri? That's all. I don't know. And 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 I'm glad you said Hirsch, Hirsch, will you help me out to get an answer? Because that he's not giving me a bet. I'm asking a, a and B answer. This is y'all. He's, all right, I'm just asking. <laughs> yes, because you're dodging the question. I'm asking A or B, yes or no. Do you think he can have a better than eight, eight out of 14 for 66 yards passing, one touchdown, one pick, and a lost fumble for 66 yards passing? And they, we all know the answer. One game. To my a one-game playoff. What I was saying earlier. before I'm I not saying development. Forget development. One game. What I was saying earlier, before I, before I forget what I was, my, what I was saying, People even go to go back to the Kentucky game and say AR had bad misses. I, I want everybody to know that Kidna is not going to see the same coverages that AR sees. AR has spies and different people don't realize that there are more people in the box to stop him there, so they're more man to man, maybe back end coverage that Kidna yeah, wants. They know, they know he's he's not so I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the fans that want Kittner and think it's all the same. I'm not talking to you. I said the fans that 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 all I see Kittner, Kittner, Kittner. Nah, man. I'm not talking about the outside fans that want him long term. I don't care about that. I'm just asking for one game. I'm not like you're thinking. You're adding all these variables. But listen, man. I'm just asking. What does West for one the Missouri game? Like there's not, nothing else is on the line. His development doesn't matter. This is his final the final college football game of all time. Do you think he can eclipse those numbers? Anybody can eclipse. No, oh my, I can't. Anybody can. No, you know what? You, you, you're 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 BSing right now, and I know why you are, and it's weak. Why is it weak? Because you want me to. Because you, you won't give an answer. Then say no. Then say no. No. There you go. That's a weak answer, man. 
Okay. You, you, you wouldn't answer. You wouldn't answer truthfully. Because I no no ask, I'm, good. I'm good I'm good you got your answer I got my answer if a if was a fifth we all be drunk okay. I can't ask. <laughs> that's fine I got my answer. all right all right let's kill it let's move because I know how y'all go and y'all do this all day so and we got six more games to do this for so <laughs> and I'm sure it won't be the last time we have this conversation yeah, um. Man. I, I probably because I'm not going to get a straight answer. So probably, all right, probably. well you have y'all. It's over. Um, right. My personal opinion is, um, I don't know what's going on with AR health wise, um, but it's clear he's hurting, and and they're not talking about it. Which I don't blame them. Coaches aren't going to coaches aren't going to talk about that because the moment they say yes, oh he's injured, is the moment. In a in a pile, that linebacker is trying to turn that ankle, or you know, they're already doing it anyways. Yeah, I know that, Linebacker. but you know what I'm saying. I, I've done it. <laughs> the, the moment that it gets out officially, his okay. ankle is hurt. The the defensive, like Wes was talking, the defensive coverages he sees will change. All of that changes because oh well, he's not going to run, or he's not going to run as hard. So let's not spy as much let's be more a little more casual with it because he's not gonna you know whatever um i just don't think i still think we're giving enough credit to opposing coaching staffs and like, oh i absolutely like, get like i mean like, like i'll give Stoops and, all the credit in the world he played yeah. him perfectly no like everyone everyone knows he's hurt you know oh, like, absolutely I'm, I'm not, that. i know that i understand that i'm not saying that they don't i'm just saying like listed or not like he's getting what he, he's um, getting yet so i'm sorry hirsch I don't know what happened at halftime yesterday, and I'm not going to speculate on that. You can draw your own conclusions. But the AR we got after half was not the same AR in the first half. I, he just – he was – he ran harder. He played harder. Um, you draw from that what you will. I'm not, I'm not here to say, you know um, – Go watch Friday Night Lights. That's all I can tell. Uh, not Friday Night Lights. Go watch uh, oh, Varsity oh, Blues. Bud Kilmer, baby. Come on. Go, go watch Go watch Varsity Blues. Bud Kilmer. Um, anyway, Wen- Wendell, Wendell wouldn't agree. But anyway. <laughs> no, I thought um, Wend- no, Wendell was down for it. It was uh, I, pa- Paul Walker. Well, and yeah, and Mox. But anyway. Go Mox, there you go. Yeah, we're, we're, we're rambling here. Um, just draw from that what you will. That – um. That happens from here, to, you know, all the time, and um, it kind of felt like it did yesterday. But anyway, the the AR we saw in the second half of that game, as far as the decision to run the ball when the run play was there and to run it with authority, affects this offense greatly as far as respect of I, it opened up the running game, and you saw it the running game was much stronger in the second half when AR was running the ball because then he does have to be respected as far as you know in the first half I saw people all over Twitter why isn't he running the, the play is there why is he not running he didn't want to run he didn't want to so coaches whatever may, happened co- huh? and coaches may be telling him not to well and that's probably a hundred percent true but you can't call a zone read play, a zone run play like that if there's no threat of him running it. 
But at the same time, not all zone reads are zone reads. And a lot of people, sorry to pet peeve in mind, they're literally gives. And he's well, just not it's fake. not an option read. It's a it's it's a it's a give. It's just out of that option. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's a pet peeve of mine, but it's it's not all, just, it's not all an option. Then quit delaying the damn handoff and just hand him the ball. <laughs> I think I, he's carrying out the fake to make it look like it's his own. And, and I get well, that. I understand that. Going as well. It's just it, sorry. It's a pet peeve of mine that I've gotten. But um, I I you saw more of the. AR we expect to see in the second half, and it was much more effective. The offense ran much more effectively, and, I mean, we, we've given Billy a lot of grief, but that was second-half adjustments, um, yeah. and and they paid off. Now, defensively, we already covered that. You know, it is what it is. It's obviously, this roster has still got a lot of – turnover needed um and and it that is what it is guys i mean you can't just keep saying well we got to play this guy we got to play that guy mike's heart done it from day one i mean obviously this guy and that guy aren't ready to play yet (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh i know where you're going no uh we're not doing it no i'm not (laughs) because that that's to my point well go ahead i okay I dig my own hole with these two. Um, <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I just laughed. <laughs> as far as the defense goes, anyway, I'm not going back down that road. Um, I just, I just feel like you're never going to see what these coaches and I'm and I'm strictly talking about coaching now. We've kind of moved on from the offensive players. You're not going to see what these coaches bring to the table until they have their guys in their positions. It's just not going to truly show until they've got guys that they've been able to coach up without some of these terrible habits that these guys have carried over. Um, next year, I think you'll you'll see a true resemblance of what their schemes will look like as opposed to what we see this year, but people got to have patience for that, man. It's just, it's just not going to happen in six games. It's not progression. It's progression. And and it's there. That team we saw play defense the other day, aside from the third down plays and, and we could, everyone can harp on those because they're easy. It's low hanging fruit. But what did you see on first down and second down as, as a whole? I mean, Guys were running to the ball. Guys were making tackles. Every play? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying as a whole. We gave up 17 points. Um, and that's with two giving them two turnovers. I mean, it, it could have been a lot worse than that. But the defense, as a whole, played a lot better. Uh, I know I said earlier, like, you know, the time of possession that we we gave them in the first half, I'm surprised they didn't score more than 10 points. It wouldn't have surprised me. Our, our defensive philosophy since week one, Ben, but ben don't break. Ben, but not break. And I think that I, it's, it's been consistent from, uh, with the exception of Tennessee. Uh, those chunk plays, it's, it's, that's what it's been. So people have always complained about and it, and it goes back defense to it. under 30 points most of the time, and you should be able to win the ballgame. 
Like this week, we got 17 points coming up. Same point we've been making over and over and over again about the puzzle pieces. You're not playing with your puzzle. I mean, you're you're trying to build your puzzle with someone else's pieces. It's not going to be a masterpiece yet. It can't be. It, it no one can do it. It just people. I, I put this tweet out yesterday on my personal account that people complained for years and years about Dan Mullen's recruiting, but now are surprised that those players aren't playing well. <laughs> and, argu- and arguably, one, and arguably, our best player in defense is a Mac McElwain recruit. Exactly. I, I, it's just boggling to me. And not let's not actually act like Dan Mullen recruited Brenton Cox either because he really just didn't. I mean, that's just – He just hated wasn't. Georgia. Exactly. Um, you can't play both sides of that card reasonably. You can't say, well, Dan Mullen recruited like crap. I, Dan, I hated Dan Mullen's recruiting. Hey, why aren't these guys playing well? <laughs> they're they these these things don't go hand in hand bad players that lowly recruited players that other teams didn't want aren't going to come in and play just outstanding football it's just you know it's not and under and underdeveloped as well under and massively underdeveloped. I, I think that's another one you know and because you know like bernie you get, Massively you know, like, underdeveloped. Between under, being underdeveloped and like positionless players, like you know Black, Bernie, and stuff to that nature, um, it's it's you're seeing it, unfortunately. I, and I know Wes, I know I know you probably want to add something, but why he said that? If Trey Dean was a sophomore, I'd feel much better about how he would be by this by his senior year now, because he would be coached up. But he's got four years of his poor coaching habits ingrained into him. He is who he is. Like Mike said at the at the rip. At that and his, his own personal mentality as well. well his no, own I, I, I do. It's I his do. money here. I I no no. From I know from, from the very beginning, like he he was told to go to safety. <laughs> he just didn't want to go to safety. But no, but I mean, I, I, I do agree He knows it. It's it's he is going to be selfish because. He's not going to be with these guys for three, four years while this rebuild takes place. Is it a bad mentality? Yeah, for our sake it is. But for He's been told to go to safety for a while, though. I understand that. And I'm just saying, Dean's mentality is, this is my draft year. It's a, he, go ahead, Wes. Yeah, but to, to what Mike said earlier about Brenton Cox being better, and you said this too about him being more disciplined, it's the same thing for Brenton Cox. This is his money year. But he's playing more team-oriented ball with the exception of maybe one or two hero ball plays. He's playing more team ball than Trey Dean was earlier. And, and to piggyback off what Wes said, that's making him a better player. Because mm-hmm. at the same time, you're – Some people these, buy these in and some people don't. These 32 teams, they break film down. And they're saying oh, – I agree. Why, why I'm not you, saying Dean's doing what's best for Oh, him. no, I'm I know, saying, I know. I'm saying Why? he's doing what's best for him. What he thinks is best for him. <laughs> what what yeah. he thinks is that yes. the difference. Yes. And the problem is he's not thinking long term. So and, he, they're going to bring up that film. Hey, watch you do. Watch you do that play. And guess what? And you're right. Teams are going to say teams are not going to have to 
ask him to evaluate that either. They're going to say he went into business for himself. It's why clear you, as day. Why are you day. celebrating after an 11 yard exactly. game? For, why, for first down? You're going into business for yourself. Well, we don't need that kind of player. Correct. And we don't need him now to be very honest, if, but if, it's what if we he's have. already had one money year. What's he going to do in contract year? It's what we have, though. I mean, it's, Correct. it's you're, you're playing the hand you were dealt, not the hand you drew. <laughs> your, Go ahead, Wes. To your other point, Hurst, about the the fans asking those, well, there's little Mullen recruits, but Mullen can't recruit, but then why are we not playing better at certain spots? And they're not taking the time to give everything. And I say this, the first very podcast, we have got to stop living in the microwave mentality and let things be – it thinks takes better than coming out the crock pot. Have that mentality. Let it slow cook, and we and you will see uh, how this bears fruit. They're not giving it time to. First of all, the guy got to get his own guys in, and it's, they it's, want, we want it now. We want it now. Mentality. It's that's been a problem it. for a long time. Uh, yeah. it, it, patience pays off, but nobody has it. It's just everybody wants now, now, now. Because, and I get part of it. You look back and you say, God, we could have beat Kentucky. We should have beat Kentucky. So we should be five and <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that mentality from a, from a certain standpoint. But at the same point, you're always going to have growing pains. Are you going to have mistakes like that, hiccups like that? Yes. Now, you can't the, – the, the point going forward is where you don't have those like versus a South Carolina, which you should beat. Obviously, Vanderbilt, which you should beat. Florida State, which you should beat. Um, LSU, you should. Night game at home, you should win. Got thoroughly embarrassed by the same team that on their home field, we we were in it to the very last throw. I mean, LSU comes to the swamp for 7, seven o'clock night game. That's a real You should rivalry. hammer them. You should Thank hammer you. them. But it's going to be a week-to-week. Every game on this schedule for the remaining, except maybe Vanderbilt, is a toss-up. Coin flip. Every single game. And the sooner you make peace with that, the better your sanity is going to be. Six to ten wins. We've said it since the rip. But unfortunately, we're not getting – the consistency isn't there. I settled Um, in on that eight to four, seven and five. You did as well. I was a six to ten. So I'm 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 chilling. Range, right? I mean, but it, no, but it's, it's because it's all, because man. they're virtually coin flips. I no, mean, they're yeah. absolutely. No. This team could have won ten games, and it, and it, and it. I'm not going to say it still can because I don't believe it's possible. I just there's no way no that you win every single game remaining on this schedule. I no, no there's no way no because chance. there's going to be a letdown in one of these weeks. It's going to happen. Can, can we win? Can we lose just one? Could we? Absolutely. Anything, anything can happen, but it just comes down to, in terms of what Hurst said, we don't have the consistency, let alone on defense, we don't have the consistency at the quarter, the most important position on the field. Um, play calling on both sides of the ball can get the job done. I mean, so defensively, our coordinators, you know, our coordinators can be fine. Okay, can the but defense be good enough? Absolutely. Can the running back maybe you know they get the ball um, at the end and you know everyone get, gets a better, a more carries, better rushing yards. You know, bottom line, AR is not consistent enough on a week by week basis. And it's not just and and that and for the quarterback of the def, of the offense, you're right. But here's another thing. 
Ventrell Miller is stepping away, stepping on a Lego away yeah. from this defense being in the toilet too. Correct. I mean, <laughs> and we're a more defensive tackle injury away from. Uh, so I mean, yeah. you just have to temper things down and go. You know what? Next week's going to kick off seven p.m. Anything can happen. I better just go ahead and prepare myself for it. Yeah. And I see too many people going, oh, well, we're beating. I'm not worried about FSU. You better. Yeah. Because they could beat us. They can, on their field, you're not worried about it. And to the end, not, the end not, uh, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really worried, worried about, about it because be I can expect it to go either way. And that's my mentality is it could go either way. I mean, it just is what it is right you now. You don't want to see my thoughts on Anthony Richardson after that game if we lose to FSU in Tallahassee right after my birthday. But, <laughs> but my, what if it's not AR's fault? What if AR? Uh, no, 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 no. Let you listen, I'm going live one way or another. <laughs> so I'm just saying, AR could light that game up, but what if no. Ventrell's out and somebody else is hurt? Yeah, we that, don't play running quarterbacks well. I mean, yeah, you got to. I'm just, I'm just saying for the fan base. This, this, this rant I'm on right now is for the fan base. Temper your expectations week to week. Quit looking at the schedule and saying that's a win, that's a win, that's a win. Uh, we're gonna go nine and three. They should know not to do that against LSU anyway. The they should know it when first your head coach. Period. Yeah. True. And technically, in terms of rivalry, win, win-loss record, it's not rivalry. In terms of close games, it is a rivalry. They actually – Oh, LSU's been hammering us the last signif- you know. decade. Significant advantage on that LSU walked record. into the swamp in 2020 to an incompetent head coach, handed them the game. Now, I don't believe our staff this year is incompetent, but I do believe our team is fragile enough – as a whole, I mean, we're, we're the team is fragile, and I don't mean fragile like they're going to get hurt every play. I mean, like, one or two things could go wrong, and they could fall apart. It It is that kind of build right now. And, you know, hopefully, your hope is, as the season goes, they come together. And I believe they are. Let me – I know you were talking about coaching and stuff. I don't see this team as – to, and I hate to say this, but well, no, I don't hate to say because it it's, it's it's a good point. I don't. Th- I think the team does battle. I don't think like Tennessee, they didn't give up. I don't think this team gives up. It's certain I don't times think they give up. It to me is more of who we're playing that day. I I I just don't think they alter. Well, it's like, like this game for an example. I don't think they sh- the first half they weren't awake. They were not ready to go. Okay. And we've had that trouble at Florida forever in noon games, and that's here nor there. Um, I do feel like the depth is, is, a, is a tremendous issue for this team, and it shows as the longer the game goes. But, you know, we've, we've covered that, and that's fine. I'm not going to get going down that path again. But it's year one. The coaching staff has to flip this roster, get their guys, coach up their guys, and until that happens, you you can pretty much expect anything to happen week to week. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Week to week, you can't expect a well-oiled machine to come out and play football 
as of right now. Agreed. Um, so with that being said, guys, so because we're we're just we're we're grow- getting a little long in the tooth here. Um, we've just said it. We kind of already covered it as far as our expectations for this season. You know, um, have they changed for you in any way, shape, or form? Not at all. Um, they've actually Not gone down. I'm expecting. West? I mean, I, and I know, Mikey. Mikey, do you need to elaborate on that any more than that? Um, I, mean, I would just say not at all. Um, if anything, they've gone down more, unfortunately. Um, I I know, like, I gave more credit than I should have, unfortunately, for Anthony Richardson. Um, I thought he was further along in his development. I um, I thought he had to keyword potential to have, um, you know, he could carry us and have that. You know, we had enough talent around us, and we, yes, we're thin, you know, but if you, you have a Cam Newton-type season, sky's the limit, you know what I mean? And you just carry your team. Like, you know how he did carry us against Utah, for example, and defense as well. But, however, if you have, you know, certain couple of games he's had, I mean, it's just not going to happen. So so I, I didn't think that he had that possibility in him. Um, and unfortunately, it's rearing his ugly head. So, you know, like I said, it could, I could seriously, I would not be shocked at all, or if, if six wins occurred. Like I would before, like before, if I wouldn't have put it, that on him at that point, I put it solely on him, essentially. So I'd move to blame. Wes, expectations? No, my expectations haven't changed. I mean, I still believe. As you know, I saw we saw a couple weeks ago he can be that guy. The thing is, I didn't know he would have these type of games, but that's my fault. Um, the same thing when you when you when you admit, you have to admit when you're wrong sometimes. And me admitting, realizing that the kid didn't play last year. He played last year, but he only started one game, and he started against Georgia, against uh, the number one defense probably in, was called in the history of college football like, with a coach that didn't care anymore. So I think I put too much on his development this year and should have looked at this year. I got caught up in the hype to him being a first-round pick, top-ten pick, instead of knowing, okay, this is the year that we see him grow and mature. And then next year, he is that – maybe he can be that Cam Newton. If he doesn't, then that, that's on him because he's – this is my year for you to do – to get reps. So next year, I can't come in and defend you when Mike says this or you say this or the fans say this. You got your year. You got your year up under your belt. You you got reps in the same offense. You coming back. This is your this was your first year in this offense. You coming back next year. So I I I think I put too much on this plate. Um, as, and, I, and I forgot the guys that we did have on defense as far as uh, uh, secondary wise, as far as safety wise, and as far as our D line, as far as depth that you guys talked about. But I still think we we seen the it. We seen the best game in Florida gets get a history as far as quarterbacks is concerned, as far as anybody's concerned. So it's there. Now you just got to master it and be consistent about it. And I'm a, I'm a true believer in this. We all play ball. We all been around ball. If I've never golfed a day in my life. I don't know if you guys ever golf. I don't know if you guys ever play soccer, but you guys are athletes, right? So I guess if I put you with this ping pong or whatever, you've never done it before. And I give you a year to do it. You might not be an expert at it, but you would get better. So this is that, that that's that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like the more and more he gets reps, the better and better he gets. He the, he has no choice but to get better. 
because he's an athlete. That's what athletes do. That's what whatever you do. You may not be an expert at it, but I guarantee you be better than you was last year. So that we'll see. Well, Hirsch. No, I'm gonna get this one. Okay. <laughs> I know where you're, and you're not. You're not. Doing oh it. man, no. Um, we will see because athletes do have a ceiling, mentally and physically. Thank you. So, the only thing we will see real fast is is has he reached his? I personally don't think he has, but he we've got to see something. Like he's, I I have heard that Mullen just basically didn't give him any kind of attention last year after all that went down that he basically, you know, we all know what we've heard about Mullen, that he checked out, that he wants to show everyone he was the smartest guy in the room, this, that, and the other. Um, I know Brian Johnson believed in AR a lot. That hurt. Um, But here's what I'm going to say. I don't care what he hears. The kid needs to come back. There is no, to me, it ain't even a, a conversation piece at this point. Now, I can't, I don't know what his personal situations in life completely are. I do know he's had a lot of pressure put on him by people around him. But he's got to do something to drown some of that out and realize what's best for him in the next 40 years of his life. And I'm just worried that somebody's going to, pressure him into making the wrong decision and in three or four years he's going to be in and out of the league whereas if he came back and he hasn't reached that ceiling mentally and physically yet he can develop he can show that he can learn a system progress in a system learn to go through his reads because he still struggles with that tremendously and once again game six so, yes, I mean, going through your reads isn't something that everyone, you know, I know some people will say, well, elite quarterbacks have it, and they do. I'm not saying AR is an elite quarterback. I think he's an elite athlete. He's having to learn to play quarterback, and you can be an elite athlete that learns to play quarterback and become a great quarterback. I'm not saying he's, he's not Peyton Manning. He's not, you know, Tom Brady. But he can be the next great, you know, Cam Newton-esque player. But Cam Newton didn't do all that in one season. People just say, oh, he had a great season. But he also went to a, a, a junior college, learned his craft, and lit it up. <laughs> and and then he had a first year. He had one year of learning his like, scheme. Yeah, like, he, didn't, he didn't have a year to learn. So that there goes to like you don't necessarily have to learn. He's just good. It's one yes. run. But it, you don't remember a lot of the throws and whatnot Cam made in that season either. I mean, oh, he I just, recall. I mean, you know, how many, you know how many touchdowns Cam threw that year? Yeah, I, yeah. I, know, I know how many losses he had. He's definitely the unicorn of that situation. He's an out. You're 100 right. He is an outlier. But I'm just saying it. But he also had a full year of starting somewhere before that as well. Correct. 
He didn't just come in that one year and just absolutely just, you know, go from throwing starting two games or one game and, you know. You're right. He was he he was healthy enough to start one year. You're right. (laughs) God. So. And hey, all all I'm sorry, Hirsch. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, this is real. I'm I'm gonna go crazy on this. This what you're saying. Definitely um, that Tennessee game. That was an SEC game, and we already spoke on this. The the best uh, UF game was uh, I want to say Sugar Bowl versus Cincinnati with Tebow. But the main thing is, and Hurst really spoke about it. There is a cap, like like on an athlete. Yeah, like golf, for example. Yeah, I'm gonna get better golfing. You know, I'm gonna get better most of the time. Someone get better doing certain things most of the time. Okay, if you're physically capable. But like, if, does Andy Fanbury Jones come, comes back? To see, is he getting better? No, he's awful. So, like, there isn't a for certain people. I'm not saying AR is in this category, but like, we can't assume due, due to his um, physical capabilities that he can, he will be able to make that read. I still have no idea why Emory makes these reads. I was watching the Arizona State game um, a couple weeks ago, and I almost puked. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all I want to say on that. We just can't assume. That's all I'm saying. We can't give them no. the benefit of the doubt. But, and, when he's I think, give, and that's what I've always said. We, he's given us no reason to. Tennessee game think, happens, okay. But then another game happens, no. That's why I wait. That's all. And I think that's the point Wes was just making there, that if he if he comes back, all excuses, all excuses are off at that point. He's been given, but, but I don't give. Excuse, I don't provide, and I know I understand what that. I know. I know what you're saying. I know what Wes is saying. But I wanted to wait beforehand. I'm not going to anoint him to Heisman. Um, right now he's in the bottom half of the SEC tier quarterbacks. So with that being said, guys, uh, the main message that we want to send home from this show absolutely is temper your expectations. Quit assuming that just because it's a new staff, you're going to see just completely 180 results in year one. Uh, We've been saying it. We said it with recruiting. I mean, from the very first episode in recruiting, patience. And look what happened. It just, you've got to let these guys plant the seeds, and and grow. And it's just yeah, – it goes back to what Billy said, the first first press conference. You know, it's, it's not – you're not going to be happy every single day with me. You're going to be frustrated. But it's the long-term result that you got to go for. Uh, six games is not a long-term result. <laughs> 16, six games is a very, very short sample size of anything. So, and we're four and two. It's not like we're two and four. We're not. We're not Coral Gables who haven't beat a Division One team yet. We are above five hundred. So, we have a win over what was the top ten team. We have an SEC win, which I mean, it's not like we're you know waving pom poms about that. We oh, we won an SEC game. We're not saying that. We're saying. Progression is there, and it could be a lot worse. I guarantee you Miami fans, whether they'll say it out loud or not, would switch places with us right now. 
And with the, against the hardest schedule in the country. Absolutely. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Compare, it's not even debatable. Regardless of what Kentucky's ranked today, we'll and never. What, and what Utah's ranked today, <laughs> the, uh, we have a loss against the top six team, which we're going to find out about what they're, how real they are very quickly. And I think they're a lot realer than we thought they were. Their offense. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're gonna give I think they're gonna give Bama all they want next week. I really think that. I I'm not saying they're winning. I'm saying they're gonna give Bama all they want next week. Um so you know, Kentucky laid an egg, but you know, never trust a Will Levis led football team. Mike said it out loud. Yeah. And still never. picked them to win this week. But anyway, <laughs> because it was a Spencer Rattler led team. Anyway. Guys, we will cover all of that and more on our next episode. Um, Got a very, very, very huge recruiting weekend next week. So make sure you listen into the next episode. Um, We've got a lot of stuff to cover in recruiting on the next episode. This is going to be an absolutely huge week for recruiting. So um, Thursday, if you haven't heard, it looks like Dejon Johnson is going to go ahead and make his commitment on Thursday as well as safety Bryce Thornton out of Georgia. So we might, depending on how it works for everybody, we might have to have a a, a special 20, 30-minute episode just to, to kind of cover it. Emergency pod. Yeah, just an emergency uh, good news pod, if you will. Um, we'll tweet it out, let you know what's happening, obviously, with that going on. Um, but, guys – be good fans. Try to be rational. That's all I can keep saying to you. Don't call for firing so quickly like we like to do. Um, you know, Kerry Colbert would like to have a word with you. Uh, my, my dog. My dog. <laughs> He's got two two or three of the best young receivers in the NFL right now, and people wanted him fired, you know, in the first month of his tenure. His class is full. His his players look good i just that's what you got to realize man is it just doesn't happen overnight so guys before we jump out of here anything you'd like to add mike you wouldn't make me go first all right this isn't meant for wes so it comes off as that i apologize wes uh no so the main thing is stop making excuses for ar look at the big picture okay obviously he is young all right but take every game for what it is, all right? If he has a crappy game, don't assume he's going to be crap. Now, look for him to bounce back, same in terms of a good, great game in terms of Tennessee. Now look for a, the consistency for one way or another. If he is back-to-back crappy games, if that third one happens, well, it, I'm going to talk to my boy Jalen, and we may have a powwow. Now, with that being said, always keep in mind, uh, Bateman's, Bateman's got us. Maybe not in the trail, but at least he uh, he is coaching a little bit. I'll give him that. <laughs> Wes. Yeah, that's why I stole your line earlier. We was oh, I, know, I know. Hey, I never said he wasn't a good coach. No, no. That's a line of the show, though, it ultimately. That's, right. that's yeah. a line of the show. I've been on Bateman. You know, I don't, I've been on him recruiting. Oh, pause, bro. Goodness gracious. I've, I've been on that going on. I'm not like that, man. Not, Come on. Hurry up. Just caught that. But anyway, so it, it is good to see Bernie progressing in. Um, kind of echoing what Mike said, um, AR, I just want him to 
progress and get better. That's that's all I want to see is consistency. Like the swing, the swing passes that he was missing, and then he throws the rope to Ricky. I mean, that was an elite throw that he fit between a defender that was covering somebody that was elite. I just want to see more of that that stuff. I don't know if Napier has to find what he likes more. Maybe that's on the play caller. Uh, that's what we gave Dan Mullen a lot of credit for, be able to tailor things to the quarterback. So hopefully we see more of that upcoming, we, especially when we play LSU uh, Saturday. Can't wait to go over that game. Can't wait to see that game. It's always a classic when we play them. Always going to come down. So look for the pod uh, this week, as Hirsch uh, said. So um, and I do not want to see Kitten. I don't think he's ready. Go ahead. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. Guys, thank you as always for tuning in. Um, I know sometimes we, we, we go on tangents and little rambles, but, you know, we do it because we're passionate um, and we love the Gators and we and we want to see us, you know, get better. Because if you're not getting better, Mike, you're getting worse. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of Mike, Mike will most likely be in the trenches for LSU next week. Make sure you keep an eye out for that of uh, all our uh, – Little videos and Mike trying to give himself uh, heart palpitations with all the five-hour energy extra strength. Um, shout out five-hour energy drink. Drop a sponsorship because we love you and we're giving you all the you know attention. <laughs> 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 all right, guys, we're about to jump out of here. We appreciate you each and every week listening in. Hopefully, um, you share and, and agree with a lot of our opinions. And even if you don't, you know that's what we're here for, man. That's what we do. Not going to agree with everything, but we all have the uh, the best intentions in mind. We want to see the Florida Gators get to be back on top where they belong. Wes, what's up? Um, I did see some comments on YouTube uh, this past uh, from the past episode Thursday. If you guys have any questions for us, uh, Hirsch would do one on Twitter, and I do the one on Facebook. So we may pick a couple of you guys' questions this week. Yeah, and ask yeah. questions if you want to leave a comment in YouTube. With a question, or do so. On YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. Any um, any platform. Anytime you leave a comment on YouTube, if you if you've got a question you want us to answer, if that's where you listen to us or you view us, leave your question there, and we'll um we'll we'll do our best to answer it. We're going to get a lot better at doing that than we have been the last few weeks. A lot going on. Um, but as always, guys, make sure download. Go ahead and set it download on any podcast platform that you listen to. We're available on all of them now across the board. You can find us everywhere. And if you don't, like I said, you can find us on YouTube. Respect our decision. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. It helps us a tremendous amount as we grow this brand and try to bring more to you here in the future. we got a lot of interviews we want to try to line up for you guys in the future When um, as the season gets to an end. We're not going to stop just because the season stops. Recruiting never stops, so we will always have new content through different avenues, whether it be interviews with players about their recruitment, um, former players about their experiences in recruitment. We got a lot of stuff planned, guys, and, um, you know, we dropped this right as the season began, so we're kind of uh, – we're, we're adjusting this on the fly and getting our rhythm going here, but we're starting to get our – you know, starting to find it. So with that being said, guys – we want to just say thank you very much. We appreciate you. If you'd like to support us as creators, check us out on Patreon. Respect our decision. Um, all the all the love helps, and we appreciate it very much. Until then, go Gators. Go Gators. Peace out, guys.
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.